So we go. Hello. Welcome to the Church Pod, episode one, with JB and the Church Dog. Oh, shit. You know that, you know that this isn't going to be super serious. <laughs> this one may not be super serious. Let's play that shit again. That was good. Oh, Relax. Just breathe. <laughs> Take a breath in. Just breathe. <coughs> <laughs> Would you catch a fly? Just or? Get <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you? I'm great, mate. And yourself? Yeah, fine. Thanks for getting me out of bed for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a trip! What a trip! Uh, this is good, actually. Really, isn't it? We're finally, um, we're finally here. We're just going to do this little one. Uh, well, now it's episode one. It's not a setup anymore. No, no. It um, might be. It might be. Um, uh, version 1.7 on the audio visual production scale but it's definitely episode one definitely so um welcome to the church pod um for those who don't know me well that's interesting because not many people are going to know me either are they no so we have to do one about that one day yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> actually somebody did say to me the other day i've got to work out the um do the the profile thing because yeah. if you don't know who I am, then who am I to talk to someone of your calibre? Yeah. Well, I don't know about my calibre. <laughs> I don't know where you pulled that from because I'm in the same boat as you. But yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what our that's what our social platforms are for is to sort of get people to know who you are. And well, let's face it, Facebook is one of those. Yeah, yeah. And look, most people are going to be you know looking at this are people that we're going to know anyway. So yeah, for the most part, and the rest uh, the rest of the world hopefully can work it out as we go along. But um, but yeah, I'm church. I'm sort of just a regular dude. JB, pretty much a regular. We're kind of just regular dudes, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> we're not sports stars. We're not musicians. We're not any of that kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. We're both Australian blokes. We've joined the army. We've done some time doing that. We've done things outside. I drive trucks for ten years. You know, do uh, something else now, which probably won't make an appearance in the podcast until you know I don't do that job anymore. But um, certainly, I'm still in the game. Of yeah. protecting Australia and uh, and really we wanted to, um, you know, it's an idea that I had, I wanted to do this podcast for, well, probably ever since I saw Rogan doing it, to be honest. I saw this yeah. and watched a lot, a lot of hours of Rogan and it was like, you know, and he always said, do you want to do a podcast? Like, if you want to do a podcast, everybody can do it. And I was like, yeah, everybody can do it. And then I tried to do it, and I went, oh, not, not everybody can do it. <laughs> so I rang you, JV, and you were like, yeah, that's a great idea. I said, I know it's a great idea. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. And um, and then you pretty much made it all all happen. We bought the gear, and we've uh, we got here. But uh, so I really always wanted to do a podcast, and uh, you know, where why? Because even ordinary people have really extraordinary stories you know so you know i just grew up in the country and uh joined the army when i was 17 did six years you know didn't deploy but uh you know and got out you know and had some pretty serious um mental health issues that i pretty much had all my life and didn't realize and then got into trucks and you know because you need a job and did transport for 10 years and had to get out of that because it was killing me and you know and I realised that uh, actually what I really enjoyed was talking to, and I met some characters along the way, all, all through 
you know, everyone in my careers and people that I know. And, and everybody's got a story certainly about mental health, you know, whether it's them or, you know, somebody they know on every spectrum and the hardships that they've dealt with and what, how it's shaped their lives, you know. So I was like, well, that's certainly something that you can talk about on a podcast. Yeah, definitely. But I didn't want this podcast to be any, anything just about that, you know. It can, you know, I, I can imagine that any guest we have or any mate that I have on or anything that we do, you know, we're going to have, we're going to be talking about their lives and everything else. And I think somewhere along the line they're going to have, you know, the part of that story that was the down and out part and, like, things, this is where things have to change, you know. And it's going to be beautiful because there, everybody out there, anybody listen to this or anybody they know, are going to have that same thing. You know, they're going to be either out the other side already and moving on. They're going to be heading for the wall and they may know it or may not know it yet, yeah. but everybody else can see it. Or they might be right in it. They might be right in it. They might be looking at a rope just ready to string that thing up and you don't know and they don't know and everything's, you know. So... Anywhere you can get some kind of inspiration or motivation to get you out of the hole and get you on the path, right? You know, so, you know, there's a selfish thing about this. I just want to do this, not for money, not for anything else. I just want to do it to have a bit of fun and talk a lot of shit. And, you know, it started out, that idea was kind of there. I just want to talk shit with my mates and get some guests on and talk about their lives and the people I've talked to that know that we're going to set this up and, you know, yourself have... They're a bit more invested in it. They're yeah. like, no, if you're going to do this, do it right. And so now it's like, all right, okay, no worries. Yeah. So that's why it's taken us a bit more time to just... We haven't just started launching shit up because people are more invested in it than I ever would have dreamed and it hasn't even started yet. It's like, no, you get this right because if that's going to be your message, then you got to get that right. So, okay. So that's what we're trying to do, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. Um, one, it's definitely not selfish. Let's let's hit that on mm. the nail on the head. It's definitely not selfish because cool. I've been inundated with um, with messages over the last week since we put the um, the Anzac Day yeah uh, uh, podcast up, and um, from that I've had a lot of questions about where this is going, what yeah. our angle is, etc. And it, you know, we have to put in a little bit more, you know, than just us talking or shooting the shit yeah, that's what yeah. I might say yeah um and when I got asked that question I was a little unsure on how to answer it I mean you've answered it pretty perfectly just there but yeah something I um, I was talking to a veteran this morning um and she's she's amazing she's done double figure tours and um mm, Jesus yeah um which hopefully we could have her come and absolutely have a chat with us uh, one day but absolutely. um you know she said, what's, what's sort of your angle? And I said, well, pretty much along the lines you just did. Mm. Additionally, I said that everyone's got that story or that down point in their, in their lives, mm. but it's about their story now, where they're at now and how they got there. And it's, and it's those points that are, that are really important um, along that way that we can all relate to. There's, and everyone's going to be in different, uh, different parts of their life or, or different or periods. A different, yeah, period, like that journey yeah. is happening at the moment and they're going to be at different stages at it. And yeah. if they can relate to that, hopefully, mm. you know, hopefully what we're doing here can help. And yeah. That's, uh, and I think that's ultimately the, the plan, isn't it? Yeah, look, it is, mate. And, uh, you know, and it's interesting, it's coming, it's interesting to say that we're all, look, the journey's happening right now for every one of us. Right? And it's never going to end until it ends completely exactly. for everybody, and it will. But the journey's happening whether you like it or not. And I'll tell you, I've got to be honest, I am 
It's funny this is happening today because I am all out of sorts actually. I'm not even anywhere near what I would think that I'd be on my game at the moment because I'm also in the middle of it, you know. Um, I've got tons of stories of, of, you know, periods in my life leading up to now that I've had to find ways to dig myself out of just the depths of this mental illness that's dragging me down and... You know, I've been married for 11 years and, you know, with a, with a girl for nearly 15 um, who also suffers some real real difficulties and, you know, I was, that was, I was losing it. And just in the last couple of days, it's been a pretty traumatic few days, but I think we've managed to put it back together again, right? That's awesome. And here's the thing. It, it, it's, it comes down to some very very small, minute kind of nuggets of, uh, of information or an idea or something that's come from somewhere that is the moment that you go, oh, okay, and everybody needs them and everybody thinks it's a silver bullet maybe and sometimes it is, sometimes it's this nugget, you go, oh, and then you realise where to go now because it's okay to understand what all your problems are and you can understand what everyone else's problems are and this and that. And, it, like, it's just a field of shit. And how the hell do you make sense of any of it? And depending on your personality and how you normally deal with things, you know, you don't know what the path is. Or you can try a few paths and it's like... Anyway, it's... Everybody knows it's a shit fight. Trying to work out what the hell's going on. But in the last few days, it you know, for me it started with... And I'll spare you all the details, but it started with, you know... Over two nights talking with my housemate, um, just flat out and really just raw stuff. Okay, and I'm lucky that I had her, and her particular personality was very similar to mine. Whereas at the points we were damn near talking over the top of each other, but it didn't matter. It wasn't about what was being said necessarily. It wasn't about you know whether it the same thing was repeated over and over again. It just it just had to happen that way. And rather than, you know, my mate sitting there and just kind of listening to it, okay, yeah, no worries, you know. She was like, you know what, I've got a story about that. I've got a story that's similar to that. Let me tell you mine. And so she'd tell me her story. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. But I realised, while, while there was a lot of differences in, in, in people's experiences, like every, everything's different, right? And hers is just out of control, you know. Out of control, uh, with a lot of domestic violence and stuff in it as well. Yep. And yet, she's standing here, you know, 43 years old and just a weapon of a person, right? Still on the journey, for sure, but had, has just, at all these periods, got herself out. And she was just telling me about how she got out and how she kept moving on. And to be honest, some days all she had was to just go, uh, okay. And I'm just going to keep keep going with nothing else. It's like, all right, I'm just going to keep going. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep going. And it just go right back to basics. And so I'd listen to her story and, you know, <coughs> excuse me, how to, um, how she was, you know, just listen to the story and how she was telling it. And rather than getting people to, you know, give you the dot points of how they got out of it, listen to the story and then, Realise which parts 
relate to you and kind of it just seemed to happen that way. I was like, okay, I get that. I got the dynamic between, you know, her and, and whatever, you know, the relationship she was in or, or whatever difficult situation she was in. It, I kind of went, okay, so that's kind of like what I'm in now and she went this way and went that way. Okay, all right, well, that's, that's an idea. Maybe I can do that, you know. And, um, and I was also lucky to have that, you know, that dynamic of talking to a female as well because you get yeah. the female perspective on it when you think something and you think you've got it right. And, yeah. and she was oh, actually, this is what she was thinking probably. And you go, oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, I remember, you know. But so I had this crazy couple of days, and you know, a lot of it's really hard to do it with yourself, and you're a different state and whatever. All of those things, but you know, I found a, I found a way, and. You know, we got the right conversation because you have all the conversations in the world with your other half, with your whatever, with the boss, with the whatever, right? You can have a thousand conversations to try, but unless you're communicating, and communication's good, but you need to be able to interpret correctly, yeah, right? Because this thing about understanding, you can understand what somebody's saying to you, right? You can understand the words, you can understand their feelings, you can understand it, but unless you interpret it correctly, okay, and the interpretation is everything because it's like two people that. You know, an English-speaking person and then a non-English-speaking person but knows English. And then you talk to each other. And they can understand the words that come out of your mouth, but do they interpret it correctly? Yeah. Okay? Because that can mean the difference between something going right or going wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's understanding uh, the context. That it's yeah, being that's right. And so, you know, you add the male-female dynamic and then the relationship dynamic and then every other dynamic in the world and, you know, it gets pretty messy, so... Yeah, it's just strange that the the journey's still going on for everybody, and it and it's not going to stop. You know, this is a, a big one, and and now now it becomes about you know working from here. You know, it's yeah. about working on it from here, and what's you know not p- putting too much pressure on the on the rebuilding phase and, and everything else. So, you know, it's just uh, you got to keep going, and and the thing is, yeah, drawing from. A lot of areas, you know, for me, and it, once again, everybody's different. But you know, lately, it's good. Everybody can draw from the places they do. Reading a book, yep. you know, talking to their mates, talking to a stranger on the bus or something, um, listening to a podcast. You know, it's, this is huge now. Yeah. Listening to a podcast, and what I wanted to stress was that when you do, you know, you you're listening to podcasts and 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 watching, you know videos and, and wherever you get it, movies and whatever. And we often go straight to the, what what would we say? Not like, well, I want to call them heroes, but, you know, you know, but we always go to those people that have just achieved the most ridiculous things. And their message is that, hey, I'm just a regular person and I've, you know, but this thing that I've achieved was just, hey, don't, I'm not a hero, I just did what I did, okay. right? Um, and I guess my, my message is, look, because I often thought, well, and I have thought, you know, when I'm standing with a, with a group of, of my peers, you know, and, and men and women that I serve with, and and I, I I look at their achievements that they've had, you know, and the tours that they've done, and I'm a bit bummed out. I was like, damn it, I never got a tour, you know, I just didn't quite, you know. And uh, and you sort of, it's like a yardstick. You kind of put yourself up against them, you know, but you shouldn't do that. 
because even within that group, the group of people that deployed, mm. you know, how many of my, my guys are just, you know, guys that I know just go, yeah, but those boys out there were doing it tough. I was just in behind the wire. I was out just dozing around, you know, setting up bases and stuff. I didn't really... You know what I mean? So you keep... No, you, no, exactly you know, and then the people out in the wire and go, yeah, but I was only in two firefights. You know what I mean? I don't think I really got shot at, right? And then there's a, so what do you have to be? Do you have to be Cameron Baird kicking a door in and taking you know a couple in the chest? To is that is that where the line is that where you you know you've done enough? And so it comes down to the individual, really, right? Because um, like, like what you're saying there, like you know, it's that that cascading effect, mm. is, and it goes all the way up because. You know, um, I got many friends, and including myself, didn't have a, a full-on tour as, mm. you know, the guys that were before us. And, you know, we think that, and we think, oh, sh- you know, why wasn't I in, you know, more firefights, or why wasn't I a part of this, yeah. or, you know, and you think, did I did I do enough? Have that's I right. done enough? Have and I that's done what enough? you're asking yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's just putting a little bit of your own doubt in yourself. Mm. And you shouldn't be like that, because... You know, you gotta you gotta try and have that positive outlook on everything that we do, the decisions and the choices, and it all leads to where we are now. Mm. You know, um, and I mean, would you be where you are right now if something ha- was different back then? Well, you know? that's right. I mean, you can only yeah, the skies live a thousand gazillion possibilities. Like hindsight you know? is a hindsight's a great thing. Indeed, but, but to take but that's the thing. Regardless, to take that that experience of that feeling, right? Yeah. Um, you know, of inadequacy, I guess. And then putting it against your life and go, well, then I'm, I'm not really worth as much, okay? And it becomes about self-worth, okay? So the point coming back, I guess, is that regardless of who you look at, you know, in your life and where you get, you know, your inspiration and change, and it does come from people who've just done crazy, crazy-ass things. And, you know, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter too much about that. Yourself and the guests, and that we, you know, and regular people like I want to say regular people, we're all regular people, but just you know, what run of the mill people, yeah, that we all know and love, and everybody, and but everybody's really got a story. And I'd like to be able to bring people on here that have just got what you would otherwise class as regular human beings, but with a regular story that really everybody can be exceptional, definitely. Um, and you don't have to, you know. Base jump off Mount Everest to to get you know to be on uh, you know I guess on the show and tell us how you overcome adversity and all this. It's like tell us how you came overcame adversity in just your regular life, because I've got to tell you, people, normal regular people just trying to get by day to day, they don't need to climb fucking Mount Everest. They want to be able to get through to the next stage. They just want to be able to understand the world around them. You know, and get through this this period of depression or anxiety or, or whatever, or even if it's forty years of of pressure and, and anxiety, and and to just find that little nugget. And I guess rather than finding the nugget from someone who's achieved just the most ridiculously fantastic things, how about we, uh, you know, we can talk to somebody who's just gotten through it and then got about being a better father or being a a, a better you know worker or being a, you know a better soldier, you know. Yeah. Or, uh, or something like that. So, you know, that's pretty much where it's going to start. So, and, you know, and that's what I mean. Who, who am I to, to say, well, I'm just, I'm churchy, I'm the product of, you know, I'm 37. Um, you know, I think I've had, uh, you know, a battle with mental health my whole life. And uh, now that I'm 37 and I, and I look back over these last 37 years, I'm starting to really 
now, 37 years, I'm starting to understand how things went wrong and why. Yep. Because I was, you know, young and then I was growing up and I'm trying to do things and, and it's all, fa- you know, falling apart. And so mental illness has really challenged everything I've ever done. But what it has done is made me realise where, well, how did I get this far? How did I make it? Well, you're going through what they call like the reflection stage. Right. You're, you're reflecting on and you're looking back at all those all those choices and decisions and parts in your life where, where something's either happened good or bad and you're looking at them and you're thinking, oh, why did it happen like that? How did it happen? Yeah. And from that, you're taking the lessons that are learnt and, and you know, you're trying to look at that positive outcome from each of those situations, which is, which is getting you to a point where you're starting to understand those aspects and mm. maybe, maybe grasping, um, you know, not you just particularly, but, you know, um, I'm only 30. And it's something that I do, you know, I've made really shitty decisions in my life. And mm. I look back at them and it's only recently in the last few years that I've gone, oh, I need to understand why I made those choices. Because for me to truly understand myself and my purpose and who I am, mm. I need to, you know, understand the decisions I've made which have led me to here. And until I can do that, right, until I can know who I really am, I need to look back at those situations and thought, okay, could I have done it better? What was the decision? And then take the positive out of that. Yeah. Take the lesson and better myself for it, and you know, there's so oh, we could talk about so many, so many different stories, but um, yeah, you know, one one that recently, in probably a few years back, I I finished up um, uh, my time at Kapuka as a recruit instructor, and yeah. I went to Brisbane, mm. and I fell into a really dark hole because I went into a position up there where I didn't have soldiers, I didn't have, you know, any um, any position, and I felt like I, I had no, I was had no worth i was like you know i yeah. come from a really yeah. rewarding rewarding job at kapuka where there was a there was an outcome and you could see it um to then go in you know into this operation sort of role and you know i i didn't have that on a daily basis and i was like where, where am i going what am i doing i don't feel like i have a job and you know and it was only because there was a, someone there just like yourself mm. um that and you were talking about um, having uh, having a common basis with someone, you know, when you have that discussion, yeah. which then relates to you and you think of the stories for you and you then, you know, can sort of go, oh, mm. I relate to that. That's why that's happening. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and it was because of that person that sat down and said, hey, I've been through this exact same thing. Mm. You're spiralling down that dark hole. He goes, this is what you need to do. And he helped me. And he, I wouldn't say he forced me, but he led my hand to the right direction mm. and... Mm. From that, I was able. It took a while, but I was able to sort of rebuild myself, and that's where my my whole philosophy and and life comes from now. Yeah. Is is that and God, you know, I feel bad that I made you know silly mistakes. You know, <laughs> it's you know it happens, and I, and yeah. hopefully I didn't upset you know too many people. And if I ever get to see them, I'll you know I'll apologize and say, hey, look, I made a mistake. Yeah. I hope you understand. Hopefully, we can move on from it. But yeah, look, it is, you know? that's the thing, and. You know, a little bit of humility to own own your uh, own your mistakes. You, you've got to you got to do that as well because. But then you know, understanding that you did it, you know, you, you made those you, you made those choices and your life was unfolding. You know, under under certain amount of of pressure, um, and you maybe didn't you know do things the the best way you could and you treated people not as good as you could. But yeah, ha- having some ownership over that is is fine. But you also can't dwell on it too much. No. You know what I mean? Because, and I find I do that a lot, you know, I do that a lot. And, you know, trying to then uh, not get... So the other thing that I've 
been trying to do, which is is fix everybody else. Yeah. Okay, because you think, that, well, you know, I've I know where I went wrong, and this is really working, and whatever else. You don't need to be in that much pain. So, you steamroll in there. Yeah. <laughs> right, I got you, brother. We'll fix you. We got this. You know, we got this, and. Look, you know, part of that I think is the is the military coming out as well because you know you don't you always look after your boys. You just that's what you do. You know, it doesn't matter about anything else, colour your skin or you know your sexuality or anything like that. It just doesn't matter. You're one of the boys will look after you, and um, and to a certain point it should be like that. You know, okay. but the thing is, not not everybody needs needs your steam rolling in. It it, it wouldn't be taken the right way because they're not from the military community. You know. So they don't really understand. <laughs> Stop it! I'm here to help. You know, and they're like, "Wow, what are you doing in my house right now?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Get out how of my you, personal how space. How did you get in here? <laughs> yeah. So, um, which is certainly what we had, you know, um, back in the day. But look, yeah, it, it's it's hard to see people falling apart around, and you want to try and you know fix everybody. So you sort of can't do that. Look, it's a it's a roller coaster. Of but you got to look shit. after yourself too, and I think that's you, where we're you've going got to. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. And I was, uh, you know, by trying to fix everybody else, I realised that I was putting on hold my own fixing and putting. All right, if I fix this many people, then then I'll be fixed. But it doesn't work that way. Uh, it does work that way a little bit, you know. But in the end, it worked out. I needed to help my, you know, my significant other as as much as I could. Because that did really have a bearing on on my happiness moving forward. But you know, if that hadn't, you know, at some point or another, you do as much as you can, and then you just have to pull out. And it was getting to that stage. Uh, I won't lie, but man, I didn't I didn't like the look of that road. If I had had to cut that away, you know, because of my own health, jeez, um, that that would have been a hole. But I'll tell you what, I I would have found found a way out of it because. I know, so the tools that you need to get out, right, for me anyway, is having a good, strong connection with um, my mates around me. You don't need lots. You don't need lots. But you do need a couple that, that you know, you can talk to. And I mean, like, really talk to. Yeah. Um, and you may not know who that is. It might not be your best mate. It might actually be someone that you... Do you know what I mean? It's, the, yeah, it's less about the person, how long you've been their mate or whatever else. It's more about... Your the similarity in, in in journeys or similarity in in the way that you deal with the issues, N- not necessarily more. Yeah, so it's perhaps common, not a common b- basis again. Yeah, that whatever that, that you make with whatever that, that connection is. Yeah, um, you know, so it's really important to foster those relationships with your mates. So if you haven't talked to a mate for a while, give them a ring today, right? And here's the thing, because I know you know when I was doing doing this, I said you need to talk to your mates about, you know, because you need to have that line of communication open. And, oh, well, what if I don't want to talk to anybody? That's okay. But what about if they're going through a hard time? Mm. Right? Definitely. How about looking after your mates is not just about, you know, you've got to look after your mates as well because they're going through, the, you know, they've got their own journey they're going on. And so a phone call out of the blue from you just to tell them about your day or ask them how they're doing, it might be enough. You never know, it might be enough to start the conversation. So keeping lines of communication open doesn't mean every time you get to pick the phone up you've got to give them the life story and give them an update and tell them where you are. Not necessarily, just let the conversation happen. Yeah, and exactly. if you just talk about the weather for five minutes, so what? So what? 
that phone call's been made, you know, and and look, I've got to say, for me, it is a phone call, right? And even better, catching up face-to-face. Oh. Right? I'm not a huge fan of texting. I get it. Look, some people, it's texting, but it doesn't really commit you to anything necessarily. A text, you can reply to a text whenever you feel like it, right? The phone call, you've got to pony up just then and you can cut it away if you need to. When you're sitting face-to-face, you're really committed to that engagement. Yeah. And oh, I think it's important definitely. to do that, yeah? Definitely. I mean, it's, it's funny we talk about uh, making a phone call to you know your mates. Um, you know, it's been a few years since I was down at Kapuka and, and you know, a fair few years since I was in Darwin last. Um, <laughs> I've been making a few phone calls since, obviously, with the COVID-19 thing. Mm. I've been making a few phone calls over the last couple of weeks as I'm driving to work or, you know, whenever, because there's, mm. there's heaps of time in your day. You just don't realise it. Yeah. And um, it's been awesome. Some of the people I spoke to are like, oh, I haven't heard from you in two years. And it's like, and we start tatting and yeah. catch up. One of the um, technology these days has changed everything. And, mm. you know, with things like... Um, Facebook and Facebook Live and and um, like Messenger, sorry. You can call people off Messenger, like face-to-face video calling. Um, I, I do that now on a weekly basis with a crew from Brisbane. Yep. And, um, you know, generally it leads to quite a few beers. And <laughs> it's kind of like we're actually at the pub and, you know, you change your hat every hour or you change your face or whatever. It's, it's yeah, and it's been really, really enjoyable. It's just like I've been sitting with them at the pub, you know. you just It's just like we're across the table from each other. And, mm. I mean... You know, in the time that we're in right now, I mean, it's been brilliant. It's been excellent. And yeah. it's, um, it's definitely a support mechanism because there are a couple of people that I've spoke to that are like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of struggling a little bit with the, you know, being isolated from home, you know, not working every day. Mm. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are, are struggling with just not working because they're outside oh, of their God current yeah. routine, you know. Yeah. I know for me, I like, I, I enjoy going to work. It's that, that filler of the day yeah. for me. You know? yeah. And look, a lot of, you know, some people don't enjoy going to work. It's less about w- work and more about the productivity. Yep. You need, humans need to be productive in some capacity. Definitely. You know, and, um, and it's good for your mental health. Jesus, you can't sit around, like, for too long. Or fertilise your lawn every day, because that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I run out of things to do. <laughs> so. How is your lawn? <laughs> Very green. Very good. <laughs> but I have to mow it nearly every four days right, now. Right. Well, see, one job begets you another job, right? And then, you know, the beauty is you, get, you, that you then get to stand back and, and look at what you've either created or helped create, yeah. you know, the feeling of achievement. I've done something today. I think there was something poking around um, a while back. There was this, you know, US military commander talking to a bunch of people oh, yeah. about making your bed. First thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, morning, mate. Do you know, I make my bed every morning. I always have. And... I never even considered it. When he talked about that, that's one task done for the day. And it just sat with me. It just sat with me, right? So for those playing the home game, the, uh, this commander was standing in front of a, a bunch of troops, I believe, or whatever. Yeah. And he was, you know, talking about, I think he might have been retiring and he was talking about his career. And he just said, you know, the first thing to do in the morning is make your bed. Because no matter what happens for the rest of the day, no matter if everything you try and achieve all turns to shit, at least at the end of the day when you go home, you get to go to a, a made bed and crawl into it and start again tomorrow. Definitely. Right? And that's just, yeah, I just thought that was magic because it's such an easy task and can bring so much, you know, joy and just like, oh, my bed, and it's made, you know, and you just crawl into it and put your head on the pillow and, 
you know, just think, well, that day was just fucked and I don't want to do that. So tomorrow I'm going to pony up and do that again. And look, some people will go, well, whatever, my bed's messy. I'll just, no, but you're missing the point. Metaphorically speaking, it's just about getting tasks done, you know, and every task, you know, well completed. Gives creates you the confidence to complete the next task. You exactly, know. it creates that domino effect. Definitely, you, you, definitely. You do task one and you complete it. You're like, hey, it might only be small, but you're mm. like, hey, I complete that task. Yeah. I will, you know what? I'm going to make breakfast and I'll wash my plate instead of leaving it in the sink. Yeah. Oh, that's task number two. That's They're it. only simple, but, you know, at yeah. the end of the day, you come home, oh, my sink's clean, my bed's made, me, <laughs> you know, my towel's hung up. And is there something about a clean kitchen and a clean, you know, bedroom? You know, not clothes piled up on, on your bed because you've got to push them aside to get in and. I yeah. mean, it just yeah, the fork in the sink, whatever. It's doesn't mean your house has to be spotless. Like there's some places where it doesn't matter, but by no means you can come home <laughs> and you're like, hey, don't have to do anything. <laughs> I, can, I can sit down and play the PlayStation or read a book or yeah, go mow my lawns. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. You're not worried about coming home to having to clean heaps of stuff or no. do heaps of stuff. You know? No, that's right. And clean as you go. If you're gonna cook something, clean as you go. Definitely. It's hard no, to clean I'm cooking, that means you've got to do the dishes. No, how about this? You clean the dishes while you're using them, after you, you know, and then it's done. By the time you finish your meal, all right, you've got two plates and two knives and forks to clean up. That's it. It's, uh, Good to go. It's, it's funny because there's, uh, there's a particular particular trait that I have that I just am really struggling to get out of is uh, whenever I have a shower, I just, uh. well, I generally just walk around my house naked because I don't care. It's my really? house. And then I'm I, uh, and then I leave, yeah, of course you. <laughs> and then I leave my towel somewhere. And oh, ev- true. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just don't think about it. Like I don't think about to go hang up my towel. I'm not going to lie. And um, well, <laughs> I'm being reminded of this nearly every day. Caroline <laughs> starting to throw it at my face. But um, you know, but yeah, it's it's been a while. But it's taken me a little bit just to get out of that little yeah yeah <laughs> that little trait. But yeah, look, and we've all got them. I mean, you know, it's it's fine. And look, you know, some people. Like, everybody's different. Some people can be a little bit OCD or over-neurotic or whatever, you know. And uh, it's fine. It, you know, everybody's different. So, But whatever works for you. Just whatever works for you. Because some people might not mind coming home to dishes and whatever. You know, it's something yeah. else that, you know, that they look at and go, oh, that job, you know. Or maybe they're not an outdoors person. And they, they're sick of looking at their house and there's weeds growing out of the thing and, you know, the gutters are full and... And they're just not a they're not an outdoors person. They do gardening and stuff, and you know can't really afford a gardener or whatever. I mean, you know, hopefully if you got mates around here, you know, I'd love to see a world where, you know, I hated gardening, so I get you around to do it because you yeah. like <laughs> fertilizing fucking lawn. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't like it, mate. No, no, <laughs> but I don't mind doing dishes. I come around and do your dishes, but yeah, that's not really a world <laughs> you want to live in, I suppose. No. You know, learn to do it yourself. Ah, everyone's yeah. a little different, mate. They mate, all have their own it. different niches, so. Yeah, um, so there you go. That's uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much why we're here, I suppose. You know, in a roundabout sort of way. Yeah. We wanted to have some fun. We want to get some some of these stories out. You know, if it's got uh, mental health connotations to it, it's less about you know banging on about mental health all the time. What I'd prefer is that people can just listen to the stories, have a laugh. You know, think about how those stories may, you know, intertwine with their own a little bit and just pull some nuggets out of there somewhere that'll help them get get through, you know. Because nobody can solve your problems except you. Nobody. But you don't have to do it alone. 
And that's the main thing. You, you can't look. I don't think. I mean, I really don't think it's possible unless you are your personality type is an isolation type. I don't think it's possible to get through this world without having people around you. You know, to lean on. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I know in myself, and this is for me because. This is my persona. How I build my defense is through the strength of people around mm. me. So I build walls with people. Yeah. So I need to have that connection with people, whether it's through a golf club, whether it's through, you know, just going on a regular barbecue Sports or doing that really FaceTime yeah. with, um, you know, with that crew from Brisbane. Yeah. You know, that that's really important to me. Friends are, are extremely important to me because mm. that's that um, that's my defense. You know, if I didn't have that, mm. I'd, I'd really, really struggle. I really well, uh, what else... I mean, what else could you possibly do? If you were completely by yourself, you can't let anybody in. No. So, you, you, I don't even know how the hell... I, I, know, I know of some people who are very, are very much like that. Yeah. They are very... Um, I wouldn't say the word ostracised, but they isolate themselves because they, they make connection and they're really good with people and they love yeah. hanging out with people, but they never build that connection with them because... Mm. Um, for them, they've whatever's in their past, mm. um, you know, whether it's been not being able to attend the same school or build the same friends or, you know, being moved around a lot, mm. they uh, have to rely on themselves, and mm. that's it. And and that's that's the thing in it. They get used to being by themselves and alone, and it's just easier for them not to be vulnerable to anybody else exactly. because every time they were in the past, they got screwed over. Yeah, they had to you move know? again, make new friends. Yeah, and yeah, couldn't keep connections with the old ones, and for sure, you know. For sure, and you know what? That's that's fine. That's that's fine to an extent. But um, having spent you know a lot of my life you know with with one person who who has that exact thing, right? Yep. Um, that means you can't let your significant other half in either, because it's not okay. I'm just going to keep all these people out and let these people in. No, it's everybody. Right, you can't. It's not. It's not. You know, one or two. It's not. It's everybody. You either keep everybody out or you let everybody in, yeah. for to a point. Okay, that's what it seems to be. There's only one way that that, that shit works. Black and white. Yeah, because how could you? You know, if you're blocking everybody out, then you don't want to be vulnerable. Period. Because everybody can hurt you. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. You know. And uh, I was going to say, even the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> even Couldn't the even pope. let the Pope in. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, you know, so and and trying to um, trying to uh, you know, yeah, to let to let somebody know that is that is like that, you know, that it's okay. Um, you, you've got to you've got to work hard. And one one day I'll, I'll you know be able to tell the story all the way. But um, I guess I'm I'm really looking at the the secret of that success at the moment. And you know what it was? It's it's just sticking by somebody yeah. for just until it damn near breaks you, right? Till it damn near breaks you. And I guess what I uh, what I'll have to stand on when I'm you know when it's all said and done, and I'm standing on the mat, re- looking at my life, I'll be able to say, you know, that I'm proud of that moment, and that I realise how important it is. If you're going to stick with somebody, you know, you need to stick with them because if you give up. Right, if you give up because it, you know, it's too hard, right, or it's hurting you too much, okay, then you run the risk of of really failing that person more than you know because it, it you've got to understand the diffi- how difficult it is to let somebody in, you know, yeah. and um, 
So you can't give up on them because if you do, particularly if they've been everybody's given up on them before, then you're just like everybody else. Yeah, so definitely. for them, it's it's total destruction. You know, and at some point or another, um, you know, I get there's there's the right question is, well, how long do you hold on for? You hold on, uh, my, and my answer is, you hold on till you can't hold on anymore, right? It's like doing CPR, all right. It is. It's like doing CPR. Well, they tell you in your first aid course, you know, you keep going until the ambulance gets there, all right? Till the patient recovers, and that's what you're hoping for. The patient comes back, you know. You're hoping for that person to to get the help that they need from wherever it is and really start to, to make the changes and start to get better um, or you physically run out of steam, yeah. right? Don't kill yourself over it because, like you say, you've got to look after number one. Definitely. Um, but, you know, if you if you make a commitment to somebody like that, then, then yeah, you've got to hold on right until the, you just cannot hold on anymore. So, and, um, you know, yeah, and then because I tell you what, you know, if you don't, um, and you know that you haven't, that's going to stick with you forever. So then that yep. goes to everything that you that you do before. I don't, I'm talking about myself, but I'd like to think that that's, you know, if you have any care about yourself and, and your own position, your own morality about how you, you know, deal with your mates and whatever, I'd like to think that you put 100% in because otherwise how can you look in the mirror and go, yeah, no, I did everything I could. Well, did you? Really? Mm. You know, did you really? I think a lot of people can relate to that, yeah. whether on a relationship basis or even, you know, like you just said there, with um, with mates. Yep. I really think that um, yeah, it's relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, you know, but and you can call it like a, it's it's a task. Everything's a task if you look at it that way. And here's the thing: sometimes it is easier to look at things like a task. Okay, this is just something we need to get done. You know, when it comes to a, you know. Relationships, you know, there's a lot of emotion involved in there, yeah, definitely. obviously, and um, it's very hard to say. Oh, I'll just take the emotion out of it. <laughs> it's not yeah, a, no it's worries. It's not a business, man. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, take the emotion out of it, and uh, yeah, it is. It's not a business. But here's the thing: sometimes you need that business model to save something, right? Not yeah. in every case, because sometimes there might be emotional issues that are the problem. Emotion is the issue, you know, you need to work on emotion. But, you know, if it's, you know, and I guess what, what is a relationship? I guess it's all emotion really. But it's, it's, it's unique, it's unique yeah, for everyone it, and every individual and couple because uh, I, I'm very, very much a uh, logic person. Mm, that mm. definitely looks down the line of a business. Like, yeah. And it's, it's sometimes difficult. Um, I know for, uh, for me and my partner, she, um, you know, she... She's very uh, emotionally um, understanding of herself, and you know she she really gets that side of the world. I don't mm. I don't deal with emotion very well at all in any manner, and I'm very logical. I'm yeah. like, yep, we're doing this. Yeah. Okay, why are we doing this? I don't care. We're doing this. <laughs> you know, there's there's um, you know, it's really clean cut with me when it comes to that logical business side of it. But then sometimes I don't think about what the emotional impact would be on say her or other people because yeah. I don't. I, that's not how I'm wired. That's yeah, you're not, not really wired. So, you know, that's something that I have to work on for myself. It is a thing. It doesn't mean you have to change. It doesn't actually mean you have to change your wiring. It's just... Understanding. Yeah, it's just being being appreciative of the fact that you're not wired that way and that some other people are wired that way. And so when they're communicating to you, you know, you have to just apply that filter, I guess, because you're not wired that way. You can't change your wiring. 
right? So you apply the filter and go, okay, all oh, right, and then once again interpreting what they're saying, and then changing the way that you that you go about your business, okay? Mm. Apply that filter or apply that you know whatever that work around to make sure that you know you're doing what you can for to to you know be involved in the situations around you and not be a, a prick. Yeah. <laughs> you know De- what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to have that bit of a understanding. Yeah. So it. yeah. <laughs> there you go, Paul. Go fix your lives. Yeah, there you go. Relationship <laughs> one hundred and one with Churchy and JV. Look out. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. You know, you've got like, look. If I want people, to, we want people to listen to this and uh, and have a bit of fun and enjoy and, yeah. and and not take things too seriously or whatever else. But you need to know that that we are serious and we need to be a little bit vulnerable at the start. Just go. We're not. We're not going to be pontificating, and uh, yeah. you know, we're not going to be telling everybody that they need to change or whatever else. Just like here you go. This is us, and you, you, uh, we're we're all we're all in it together, really. Yeah, and we're not perfect. No, no. one's perfect, and you know, showing I'm pretty those close ears. to perfect. Oh, just yeah. saying. Maybe the grey beard, but um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's nearly white. Yeah, I noticed that. It's nearly white, that. dude. Yeah, well, there's a reason why we're wearing hats too. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's losing their hair. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But having those indifference make us unique. And, um, yeah. you know, that vulnerability is, is extremely important. To know it, to understand it and be proud of it. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, revealing a vulnerability doesn't make you vulnerable. Okay? It, you know, it's that you, you'll find strength in it. Because what happens is if somebody takes that vulnerability, God, God help you, and, and, and use it against you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you will then learn to build the strength to be resilient, right? And they bring it back, ah, all right, no worries. I can either be, become vulnerable and now no, not let anybody else in, that's it, I got burnt. Yeah. Or you can go, ah, all right, no worries. And it, yeah, I mean, it's still going to hurt, it's still going to suck. Um, but, you know, like I'm completely, look, I, you know, I'm not as uh, I, I'm not as super strong as I like to you know think I am. I put a more I got more front than a Mack truck, but you know, <laughs> I've already had to. That's good. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Well, I do. You, know, it's, you build a persona, right, to keep to keep a lot of things out because you know, might be a bit softer than I'd like to let everybody know too late now. But so, for example, you know, um, constructive criticism about putting this thing together and and is is fine, but I've already you know, said that I'm not, I'm very sceptical uh, or very, you know, to, to go, not sceptical, what's the word? I'm hesitant yeah. to go and look at any of the videos back, right? I'm hesitant to, uh, I'm, I'm certainly not going to look at any of the comments, not because I don't want to get your criticism, not because I don't, whatever, but I, I know me and I know that one comment from some idiot keyboard warrior somewhere sits in me and it ruins everything. Right, and um, and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's obviously, you know, but it's kind of in my wiring a little bit. I just, you know, that those things just like I, I understand they're sitting in there and they're chewing away, you know, something that somebody said, and I'm like, but it's it's not like that. Like, and you just want to ring that, you know, find that person and just go, listen here, champ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where the hell does that comment come from? You know, and um, and why do you do that? Why do you do that? That's the th- anybody can oh. just say it because because they wouldn't say it to your face, right? And I think that's the thing, isn't it? You don't get a you don't get a chance to defend yourself. So because I don't have that chance, right? Then oh, I just don't want to look at them. 
Um, but that does mean that I'm going to miss out on, on some other stuff and some constructive criticism. But I imagine that everybody else will, you know, whatever, read it and, and you know, and uh, and be able to put it into, into some sort of context for me or just they won't tell me. But no, that's certainly why, if that's, that's why you have me, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, constructively, like, you know, we, um, yeah, you know, you want to be able to take that. Um, that constructive criticism. I mean, that's that's what the whole. How do you, how do you become better if you don't? If, if someone's not critical of you, and certainly if you're not critical of your own stuff. Watching watching myself back, um, I just don't. I, I'll tell you what I'm scared of is that um, I feel like I operate in a particular way when I'm you know with my mates or with anybody, any sort of social yeah. situation. Um, it's very off the cuff. Nothing's pre planned. You know, I, I, I like the, the dialogue that I have between people and the, and the, you know, whatever. And I feel like if I watch myself back, I'll go, wow. You know, I've become really critical of how, how, how I speak to people or, or whatever else. Um, and some would say, oh, well, that's a good thing. Um, you know, you, you can then, you know, realise where you're going wrong and change stuff around. But that's not how it works in the real world. No. You only get the chance to do that if you do this kind of thing. You record yourself and then you look back. But I'd like these to be like I'm not here to be an interviewer necessarily. I'm not. I'm just no. a guy talking to another person who's got a story, and I want to talk to them like we would if we were sitting around at the pub. Exactly. Right? Just recording that interaction and recording the interaction because that's that's the thing. There's there's so much, so much good stuff in there, and who knows? Something in there might resonate with somebody who's sitting and and listening or watching, and that might be one of the nuggets that they need to help help with their life you know exactly. moving forward so yeah so watching myself back <coughs> is you know I, i'm just i don't want to get in my own head and then start changing the way that i that i would you know speak to people because it's gotten me this far yeah well you I know what i mean i don't think you need to i've, no. I've looked back at all the videos that we've done on that <laughs> and i realize how critical i've become of myself and yeah. you know it's it's really important that before you jump on a mic that you just go no nah, just be yourself just do who you are because you know, you have conversations with people all the time, and it and it goes yeah. well. So, yeah. what's the difference? You know, why try and change some idiosyncrasy that you have that generally makes the conversation better? Yeah, and here's the thing: you got to understand the reason why you would want to change that. Why are you changing that? Because it's not for yourself, is it? No, you're trying. You're to change cha- for someone else. You're changing it for somebody else. And the fact of the matter is, you cannot please everybody. No. You can't. You're not going to get along with everybody in the world. Not everybody's going to listen to the podcast or, or you know, want to hear me banging on yeah. or, or anybody for that matter. And that's absolutely fine. That's fine. Don't do it. So why the hell would I change anything, right? Exactly. I've always, you know, prided myself on, on being able to hold a conversation with just about anybody, right? And I've been all around the world. And uh, I get along, you know, you only have to ask around. I get along with most people, <coughs> you know, because pe- people do interest me mm. from all walks of life, you know. Um, and the only ones I don't really want to talk to are overly aggressive people, but they still fascinate me because I'm like, why are you so aggressive? Like, why in situations are you trying to be an alpha dog? Or, <laughs> you know, like, what is what what is where does this come from? You know, and then I almost have to ask them. Instead of really like you know six and a half foot bloody massive tattooed fucking you know whatever people just like you're interesting. <laughs> So you want me to smash your face in, mate? Yeah, uh, like, yeah. But first, tell me about your childhood. <laughs> uh, not really, but uh, you know, 
yeah, it's it's interesting. So you know, talk to everybody, and obviously, I've only ever talked to them the way that I do because the way that I approach people. So I'm going to uh, you know do the same thing, do the same thing here, and just try and watch how much swearing. Yeah, <laughs> which we've done yeah. pretty pretty well. We've done pretty well today. Yeah, but here's the thing, and this is you know I got I got you know phone calls and that as well, and and uh, and a lot of them did say, wow, there's a lot of swearing, and I think if you you know, if you look back, you know, there's a lot of swearing in, in Australian culture. Mm. And I think there's a lot, certainly a lot of swearing in, in the backyard when you're, when you're chewing the fat um, with, with your mates. And I think that, that that's okay and nobody really realises too much because, you know, it's not... When you have the opportunity to listen to this stuff back, you're like, whoa. And then yeah. if you listen to us talking in the backyard on a Saturday and somebody recorded it and then played it back, you'd get the same thing. You'd be like, oh, okay, there's quite a lot of swearing in there. Um, but you don't go out in public. Like, none of us go out in public and speak to someone down the Bunnings like that. No. You know what I mean? You're talking to someone in the aisle of Bunnings for whatever reason. You don't really carry on like that. You don't talk to – I'd like to think you don't talk to elderly people – or children, or really anybody in that manner, unless you know that social thing has happened where you're like, oh, okay, we're on the same page, and and you know you have a whinge about something, mm. and so there's all the all the swearing comes out. So, but these the, this there are going to be times where that's going to happen. We're going to have a podcast with four of us in here, and you know, and it'll go back and forward, and there'll be the swearing in it. And you know what? I'm not going to apologise for it. I want it to be able to flow like it will and it's going to go up. But I can guarantee you when, you know, we're sitting in here and we're, we're uh, you know, have a guest and we're interviewing the guest. Interviewing's not what I'm doing, but when we're chatting with a guest, you know, it's just naturally not going to go that way because we're not heathens. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so, but, you know, uh, criticism taken and absolutely and... Um, but it is that that's just the context behind it, you know. It's like you engage in a conversation in a regular social situation. You know, but you don't just go swearing and carrying on. But when we get to that stage and you know, we have we have other people here in the room and they're they're conducting that and you know, it occasionally slips out, you can guarantee that it's genuine. Yeah. None none of it's pre done. Like we didn't sit down and write up a heap of dot points for today's podcast. We no. just we just let it fly and I think that's the plan, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We've got to you know, I wanted to get comfortable with it going like that. Um, because you know, once again, doing dot points and doing all the rest is like okay. You know, it's okay to have a plan, you know, and a plan of attack. But which we have, I, have I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be okay. We must speak about this. We're doing that. It's just if I wanted to do that sort of stuff, I would have. I don't know. Studied that and be an interviewer or something, yeah. or get into journalism or something. I'm totally not interested. You know, um. So yeah, it's it is what it is. So and you know. The fact of the matter is people will come here and some of them they'll like, some of them podcast they won't, listen or don't, share it, not, doesn't matter. Exactly. doesn't matter. doesn't matter because we're, we're not earning any money out of it. No, we it's, don't, it's not what we're here for. It's, it's A lot of it is, you know, for me, it, this is the reason why I wanted to do it because it's good for me, exactly. you know, and it's something I enjoy, so why not stick it on the interwebs? Why not, eh? Yeah. I think Joe Rogan said that. Why not? Just give yeah, it a go. Just give it a go. Mm. And that's exactly right. And look, you know, Joe ha has the biggest one in the world, but these they're all the same principles that he pretty much attacked his. You know, yes, he as these you know, guests got bigger and bigger, you know, or how would you how would you put that? His guests have celebrity status? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, they, I mean, he was kind of a celebrity to start with anyway, mm. but 
Um, but he, he's even admitted that as people have come on, you know, guests of perhaps political persuasion or, you know, uh, you know, like doctors and physicists and all that sort of thing that, you know, he's had to just a little bit try and tidy up the way that he conducts the conversation, yep. you know. But that comes back to constructive criticism about, you know, the way a conversation flows. I think they were saying to him, you know, just you interrupt too much or, you know, something like yeah, that. Plus he, become, he became a public figure mm. and, and he is. He's in that status now where he has to – he does have to round some things out when he does certain interviews with sure. certain people. Yeah. I mean, that, that just comes with the, the limelighter that he's in. Yeah, and know. that's like watching your P's and Q's. It comes into who it is you're dealing with and who, you know, your potential um, – uh, audience is going to be listening to that, so you want to adjust the way your the way you conduct that social interaction, you know, a little bit. But yeah. but also he's been doing this for ten years, a little over ten years. And when he started, four weeks, four weeks, <laughs> yeah, couple couple weeks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, you know, four weeks, and um, and you know, like we joke about a little bit was that we kind of skip, skipped a few stages. Of just, you know, banging around on a webcam and, and whatever else. We went, well, no, this is what we want to do. So let's get the production right um, so that we're putting out a decent product, uh, visually so, yeah. speaking and, and audio speaking. But, you know, and then now it's just getting the content out, out there. So because I think if it's pleasing to look at, you know, as well, um, it just it, it adds adds to it. Yeah. Definitely, um, oh, and when and when we get to it, mate, and we can uh, start split screening and having you when you're talking yeah. and I'm talking, or when the guest is talking, I reckon it's going to be really cool. It's going to be great, man. But yeah. I got I at least got another two weeks of learning uh, <laughs> learning how to do that. Mate, I tell you, you know, and I've said it off air, and and I just, man, you, yeah, it's all, it, I, what, you, yeah, you stepped up, man. Yeah, oh, I really mate. appreciate it. You know, as you just said there, you know, I'm. I'm enjoying the hell out of this as well. Yeah. You know, I'm getting to help you build a platform that you really want to use. And yep. at the same time, you know, I'm learning some really cool stuff. You know, there's yep. personal development, you know. And this is, that's the key, man, is, you know, there's a couple of points there. One, when you take, when you take on something that someone else enjoys as well or you're helping them out and you really take that on, there's so much shit you can learn there. Definitely. You know, and being involved in something. Like, I was never hugely involved in sport or anything like that. Um there's many reasons for that, but uh, you know, you you know, but then I joined the army, so you get that you know that interaction with other people and that team mentality, and I take that with me everywhere. I mean, I I feel like things that you achieve as a team are just exponential, and I get so much joy out of it because I enjoy watching other people get excited and, and succeed. And this is one thing that happened when when I decided I wanted to do this, and I just started sort of buying some shit and putting some stuff together. And then I spoke to you and I spoke to B and, and I spoke to everybody about it. The, ex the actual excitement coming out of people, I, I wasn't expecting that. And then, you know, people are excited because they start, start firing ideas at you, mm. you know, or they'll rig you up out of the blue. Hey, Church, I was thinking about your podcast, right? <laughs> I was thinking what you should do. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, and cool. <laughs> I'm not, I think that's great. I yeah, really, awesome. and, or, you know, they'll come to me and, uh, and say, or text me and go, hey, man, I ran in this dude the other day. And they do this and that and whatever. They would be great to have on your podcast. I'm like, Roger, send it. You yeah. know, I don't care who we get on. No, I don't care. You know, because that's the thing. It's, if there's stories out there of whatever, you know, there's some. We've got a, a, a charter fishing bloody thing. I don't know anything about fishing. 
I don't. I'm in the fishing capital of Australia, just about. But, uh, yeah. but I, yeah, you know, every man his dog's fishing, and and I've been. I went into a fishing store the other day just because I was driving beer around, and and it's just like it's like going to Bunnings, but for fishing, there was just stuff. There. I was like, whoa. You know, that goes back to that Bunnings bit. We didn't like the first that first like <laughs> setup clip about you go in there with a credit card and you're maxing it out as you walk out, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, I do that at BCF. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I, as soon as I go to a fishing store, it's like, oh, you know, I haven't been fishing in months, but oh, I could do with a new rod. And <laughs> I could get a sounder. You don't even have a boat, John. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm gonna get one eventually. Yeah, yeah. Look at the price; it's on sale. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I totally get me. Nah. That's a beautiful thing, like you know. But there's this whole thing, and um, just because it's not something I do, uh, doesn't mean that I'm not interested because it's huge, you know. And people are telling me about it, and it's something that people really get into. And I've been fishing a few times. We've got mates with boats and that, and um, and and uh, I'll tell you what I enjoy about it. I enjoy the fact that other people really do enjoy it, yep. and I enjoy sitting in the boat, having a couple of beers, yep. <laughs> and just chatting about whatever, yeah, right? Definitely. Whether it's talking about fishing or talking about something, and that's the thing is there's a, you know, there's this, uh, that thing that you're going out to do. Mm. It's more than just fishing, because what's fishing really? It's catching a fish, and normally it's to eat it. Yeah, but this is a sport as well, and but it's also a social thing because a lot of the time <laughs> they're catching fish like, oh, that's a beauty, and then they take the hook out and throw it back, <laughs> right? <laughs> And so it's kind of a, like, why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean? But you're doing it because you enjoy that you're doing it and then you catch it and throw it back, whatever. Um, and then maybe you take a couple to eat and that's fine. Um, but you, you, you're doing it, you know, with your mates for the most part or your family. Yeah. You know, a lot of people go out by themselves, but I, I guess it would be something that they do by themselves. So that's their reflection time, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. You know, you know, we all need it. We all need yeah. that little bit of time where you just yeah, sort of fuck this. I'm going on the boat. Oh, I'm yeah. just going. Actually, I I can use the best example is I do it every year at Christmas. So whenever I fly home and when when I can, I go back to Victoria. Mm. And um, there's a there's a really cool beach that's near us, and you can dive and get abalone, and it's just it's really really cool. Um, I go there for three days with a tent and I just chill out. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, I don't get to do it all the time. And when I do, I really enjoy it. You know, sometimes it's only for a day or sometimes it's for a night. But when I can, take the swag of the tent, you just go down there. There's no one there. Set it up. You go and eat, you know, you go and catch, get some abalone or catch a fish or whatever. You cook that up. That's what you eat. You've got no cell phone. You've got none of that. And it's just, it's really cool just to sort of, I guess it's not, not getting one with nature, but you know what I mean? You just sort of. Yeah being true to yourself and just sort of relaxing yeah. and, and that time's really important. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's really important. They say getting getting at one with nature, it's interesting, you know. I think it's just that it's away from the hustle and, and bustle of the world. Like yeah. you know. I mean, because I'm, I'm look, I'm not a city guy, but I, I you know, I think some people that live in the city they're not interested in nature at all. Yeah. But they've got to find ways to to do that, you know, to for that reflection and that whatever. And it'd be interesting to get someone on one day who's a real city city slicker and and really to try and ask those questions. So, like in that, because I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> like, you know, you, you're amongst a bunch of skyscrapers and and whatever else. I mean, there, there must be ways that they do that. And you know, I, I mean, I could imagine organised things like yoga and and Pilates and other things that. You know, I mean, I know Renee does dance classes. You know, it's not competition. It's not whatever. It's uh, I think what do they call 
hip hop in heels or something like that. But it's an organised thing okay. where they go along and they somebody's choreographed a, a, a couple of dance sequences and they play some music and they do a, you know, do this dance thing and and uh, every six months or at the end of the year they have a showcase, right? And the showcase is all all, all the dances they've learned and it's you know age group so that all the kids have got one and. You know, and then there's different levels and whatever, but they're all just regular people, and they train once a week or twice a week, and then they put the showcase together, and people buy tickets, and it's all the family and the friends, and you come along, and I've been to a couple of them, and they're great. They're awesome. They're great, man. They're oh. just they're so much fun, and they really put, you know, they just they they go out all the way, put lighting and and oh. you know everything else, and these and and just these you know the girls and and guys, they're all just dancing their hearts out and they're putting together this thing and it's just for their family and their friends and they put together this wonderful um, production. Um, and it's good for their health and everything else. So, I, you know, I, I'm just saying, I guess that's that's how they do it. But, you know, like, is this, is this something about sitting in the grass and amongst the trees by a river? Uh, Maybe that's why they put, you know, it's parks quiet. on the top of skyscrapers. Yeah, that's a possibility. <laughs> Well, hopefully it's because they, you know, they need the trees to start turning some of that carbon dioxide <laughs> into oxygen. But you know, um, <laughs> but uh, nah, no, I, I don't know. I find it just it's, um, I don't know, it's just it's just really calming, relaxing. Yeah. Um, I, I probably I realized I just said you know one with nature. I mean, I go out and get abalone and catch fish, kill them and eat them. So I'm probably mm. not getting too one with nature. <laughs> more. <laughs> I'm making I'm making nature my bitch. <laughs> uh, but, um, <coughs> yeah, well, no. look, you know, and they've, you know, just another huge thing up here, which uh, you know they go hunting. Mm. You know, I mean, I wonder what it. I haven't been to the states before, but um, you know, I guess we're we're kind of like somewhere down in the south, you know. But up here, it's the north, you know. Yeah. But we're kind of in the wild west up here in the northern territory, where you know there is a, a huge focus on, you know, fishing and hunting and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's the one place where. You don't have to go far out of town to go shooting, um, you know, buffalo or or pigs or you know, roos or whatever. There's tons of stuff to to go shooting, mm. um, and uh, you know, I, I mean, it's just it's mad to go out and about and do stuff here. But you know, we're also a long bloody way from from anywhere else too. <laughs> yeah, we're you know, very uh, isolated up here. Yeah, yeah. I think Perth would be more isolated than us. I guess that'd be the true. Fairly isolated. We're we're a little bit closer. Adelaide's fairly. I better. feel like Perth might have a little bit more than what we have, though. You know, we have oh, that, way, that one main Perth, street Perth's of shops, and that's it. Yeah, like. yeah. Perth's sort of like Adelaide. You know, yeah. it's got it's got a bit of everything: wine country and and you know desert and you know beautiful beaches and whatever else. It's a mad place. It is beautiful over there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And people from Western Australia love it too. You know, this is this is the the place to be, even though it's the fuck away from everywhere else. <laughs> you Definitely. know. Um, but it's big enough, it's, you know, that it sustains itself and, and there's just tons of stuff to do around there, you know. You go up, find the Kimberley coastline. Man, beautiful. I love Bloody it. Ripper. Yeah. Well, I think we're about to run out of space on this uh, Are podcast, we? so we might have to call it shortly, I think. Yeah, right. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we um, – hope. hopefully that's kind of given people a bit of an idea of what's going on here. I think it's given you know, a pretty good in look into um yeah you know, um well let's let's tidy is. it up so you know so I'm I'm Churchy obviously Churchy and JB uh, JB and I, we, we met um on the on the Gallipoli cruise but you know I guess we're 
fundamentally we're both uh, soldiers or former soldiers, um, you know, and, yeah, like I said, I've done time in trucks and stuff I'm doing now, but, you know, you're still serving. Yeah. So um, there will be things that we we probably maybe don't go too much into depth with or skip around um, because of what we do for a living. We're very cognizant of the fact that um, that still does have implications for our job and certainly just for security in general. So, um, but other than that, uh, you know, we haven't climbed too many mountains and haven't really, <laughs> you know, done that. But um, but one day I do definitely want to sit down with you and uh, I'd like to talk to you about your tour and yeah. your time in the military uh, as much as you can tell me anyway. Um and certainly your time in Kapuka, because we've actually spoken about that um, a long time ago, and uh, I was really fascinated um, with with how some of the things you were saying and, and how important that job was, um, because it is an important job. And it started out as us whinging about me whinging about the the fact that you know diggers aren't the same as they used to be, but you know, um, and then you had some really fascinating things to say about that, and I was blown away. I was blown away because it changed my whole perspective on the thing. It changed. A lot of things about my perspective and and that was a really important thing so i definitely want to do that with your brother yeah of course man. 100%. yeah uh all right i appreciate you doing this i really do and um it's exciting and we're gonna we're gonna pony up and uh we'll get some stuff out hopefully we'll get a guest together in the next week or so yep. we're gonna try to do one a week all right we're just gonna start with that at the moment get one a week out there's we're st- you know you're still working out some production stuff and whatever else we've got covid 19's going on at the moment, so, uh, but you know, one a week uh, for the time being, and we'll go from there. We'll try and uh, we'll eventually try and set sort of a day so you know when it's coming out. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, at the yeah. time being, it's it's getting there. The audio is getting better. It's just that. that's it. Yeah, we just saying, bear with us, bear with us, and um, you know, we'll work out the kinks, and you know, we'll get uh, get some of the nerves out of the way, and and we'll start getting you some stuff. And look, you either like it or you don't. Totally up to you, but um, we, we really do hope you get something out of it because we definitely are. I certainly definitely am. And by any means, if you know, if someone's got a story or they, oh. you know, please reach out or if they've got a message or whatever, yeah, just shoot it through. Um, yeah, absolutely. We're here to listen. I've got, um, uh, which I've yet to actually speak to Churchy about, which is really exciting, is um, a lady I was speaking to a couple of nights ago. Um, she really liked what we were doing, especially the Anzac Day one. Yeah. When I told her what the plan sort of was, um, she's got a, a poem that was um, written by her young nephew that read out um, at one of the, like the state Anzac Day parades. Okay, and um, she wanted us to to send it through to us. So hopefully, um, hopefully we receive that soon, and you know, maybe oh, we'll that's be able fantastic. to read that out. Yeah, then, without you know, a doubt. Yeah, any stories we can discuss them and yeah. chat about them. And if someone wants to get their story out there but not not be known, mm. you know, nobody. You know, doesn't want anyone to know who they are. Please mm. just send it through, and we'll. we'll um, yeah, that's for sure. Up, something along those yeah. lines. Yeah, and you know, you don't you don't have to be military to 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 be able to tune in. You know, there there will be, you know, stuff about military because that's kind of where we are and where we've come from. But um, but uh, you know, don't let that you know deter you from from listening in because really it's a broader broader point than that. Um, and and everything's on the table. Everything, everything. you know. So. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. JB, thank you. Cheers, brother. All right. And uh, peace out. Church dog out. (laughs) (laughs) There it was. Thanks.